Welcome back to another edition of Past Deadline. I'm Dylan Getz, editor-in-chief at Central Michigan Life, here with uh, reporters Katie Hickson and Michael Livingston. How are you guys doing today? Pretty good. Pretty good? Just living. How are you? Just living it up, huh? Trying to pass the time somehow. Trying That's to correct. stay sane. <laughs> so, in other uh, past deadlines that we've done the last couple of weeks, we've... Uh, and the first one, we kind of broke some news and then talked to our photographer, Isaac Ritchie, a little bit about what, what it's like trying to um, take photos of the absence of something, which that was pretty interesting. You can find that on cm-life.com. Uh, and then we did another episode with kind of the senior uh, reactions where we interviewed a bunch of different seniors who were all kind of being affected by this in different ways. Uh, so you can also check that one out. That one's published. Um, in today's episode, we're going to uh, talk to a couple of our reporters who are still living on campus. Um, just a little bit about what the vibes are, what the, uh, you know, what the situation's like. Uh, try to, you know, help understand what it's like on campus for some of these students who are still there, who haven't either had the opportunity uh, to move out yet or want to stay here or, um you know, whatever the situation is. So, but before that, um, I just wanted to knock out a couple of quick news things. The university has now confirmed that two students have, you know, tested positive for the coronavirus. One of them was on campus uh, a few days ago. Now they're gone. The other one uh, never returned to campus after spring break. Uh, I actually just spoke to a third, um, which hasn't been announced by the university yet um, via phone call. And she's in Mount Pleasant. You know, she hasn't been to campus, but uh, she's from Clinton Township and and talked about just, you know, the virus, what symptoms she had. It wasn't anything too serious. She was more concerned about her father, uh, who has uh, also tested positive, who's showing a couple, um, you know, worse symptoms being older and everything. So so I'm here with Michael and Katie, like I said before, Uh, what? What's it like on campus right now? Is it just desolate? I mean, I, I was on campus before the stay-at-home executive order, and uh, and it even felt empty then. You know, there's only a couple of people who are reporting to work, you know, regular staff members and faculty. Uh, what's it like now? Go for it, Katie. You can go first. Very dead. Um, <laughs> there's nobody in the lobbies. There's nobody in the halls. Kitchens are like empty and laundry rooms are so empty and nothing's ever running. Quiet yeah. in the halls. My hall used to be so like loud. We had like dogs on we had three dogs on my floor, so it would always be so loud. <laughs> Where are you at? I am in Fabiano on the first floor. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I used to live in Fabiano. Mm-hmm. So are are there still uh like people at the desks? No, my uh, front desk is closed, so I have to go all the way to the SHC desk to get everything. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I kind of wondered about that because it's only essential employees, mm-hmm. but I feel like, you know, to a point, they are kind of essential. Mm-hmm. Uh, are any of your roommates here? One of my roommates is, yeah. Is the whole floor just kind of barren? Is there, you know, just no action? <laughs> Do you know anybody else? Any of your neighbors that are my still... RA is still here. I believe okay. that's the only person. My roommate said that she saw somebody, like uh, <laughs> she saw somebody at the beginning of the hall, like going into their room. Um, the girls huh. across the hall from us were here, but then they just moved out yesterday. Um, 
Yeah, everybody who I've pretty much seen has been moving out. Like they all had those big bins and they were like just leaving. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you like come up with a plan or anything to leave? Like, what's your kind of living situation like? Are you kind of choosing to be here, or would you rather move out, or what? What's your kind of situation like with with home too? Um, I was trying to transition like out of the home. Like, my plan was to stay here the rest of the semester and then move into my house over the summer with no plans mm-hmm. on like returning home. Um, mm-hmm. So that's kind of still my plan. Um, this whole coronavirus kind of is like, no, you must go home, but still trying to transition out of the house. So I don't really have intentions of going back. Right. Right. Um, if I can speak on that first. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I think, I think a lot of students that still remain on campus that aren't um, necessarily have a job here or maybe a, a reason other than um, seeking their own independence. Uh, I can, attest to what Katie's saying about how if I was to go home now and and live with my parents, I can see myself not being as productive as I could be in my dorm room, living on Mm -hmm. my own in a space that I'm familiar with. Um, I've reached the point in my adult life where I don't really call my home in Howell, Michigan, my home anymore. I, I really do think it is Mount Pleasant at this point. And like Katie, I had a plan to, uh, transition into a off campus living situation, um, come summer Mm. um i I signed a lease to an apartment that i'll move into in may and um at this point i'm i'm happy and comfortable living on my own without any roommates i have my sweet and emmons to myself and and it's (laughs) it's nice because you know i i take care of myself and i feel like i'm learning a lot of valuable life lessons about um being on one's own and sort of uh coping with you know kind of a life-threatening situation yeah Um, but I feel like I'm I'm learning a great lesson by staying here on my own. Yeah, I'm 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 kind of with you there. Um, you know, especially the part about you know home, not really feeling like home. Uh, you know, since I've been I'm a senior, so I've been here now for uh, this is my fourth year here, and it you know it it it's kind of weird that I'm in my apartment all by myself because I'm normally not, you know. But mm-hmm. I've been able to spend the past few weeks, you know. I mean, it it, it has been kind of you know one of the silver linings has been kind of nice to you know, have, uh, you know, an abundance of time for yourself. Music. Um, there's like nobody even in the entire building. So I'm kind of blaring that stuff. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah. uh, you know, I, I mean, they're trying to make the most of it. Um, is, is that the kind of, so tell me, tell me about quiet hours. Are, are, are quiet hours still in force now? Is it, what, isn't that after 10 <laughs> o'clock before 8 a.m. or something well, like that, right? That is kind of up in the air, especially in my hall, because I, I live in um, Emmons Hall, which if uh, students don't know, is the home of the Health Professions Residential mm-hmm. College. So two floors mm. above me, I have a lot of med students that actually have to stay on campus for a lot of their medical classes and yeah. um, and a lot of their internships that may be in Mount Pleasant and various mm-hmm. things where they'll be involved in a hospital. So there yeah. are people that I hear constantly above me. Um, I, a particular guy, I won't name, put his name out there, but he's constantly <laughs> screaming at his TV. So I, I, I think the quiet hours are honestly up in the air. Yeah, yeah. So how how are you guys finding or you know, how are you guys passing the time? What are you what are you doing to pass the time? I have done a lot of puzzles. Puzzles. I have three puzzles just like complete chilling on my like living room floor right now. <laughs> oh wow. 
What are you keeping them complete for? Are you gonna like show them to somebody when people return? I don't. I don't think people are gonna return. I don't know. It's just my own aesthetic oh, yeah. pleasing in my living room. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> what about you, Michael? Yeah, I, uh, I'd like to do more creative things like that. I've been I've been able to practice a lot more guitar, but also I've been really focused on trying to get outside. Um, I'm lucky to have one of my buddies who lives in towers still on campus and we've been doing a lot of great outdoor activities recently. I mm-hmm. used to, I used to skateboard a lot when I was a kid and, and we have that skate park in downtown and we were able yeah. to go over there and kind of, um, you know, skate around, which I haven't done in like oh, yeah. six years or so. I know. I, I was just thinking about that the other yeah. day is I have a skateboard at my, at my house, like in Muskegon. Yeah. Uh, am I, you know, where I was, where I'm from and <laughs> You know, every day I'm like, oh, crap, dude, I should have totally brought that up. <laughs> this would be the perfect time, you know, yeah. otherwise I normally wouldn't have no, normally wouldn't have any time for it. Right. But well, I mean, I, could, I mean, nobody's know, there. You're not perfect way to pass you, the time. You're not embarrassed if you fall. You know, it's it's nice. And, <laughs> right. Right. And he's been he's been showing me his jujitsu stuff because uh, he's in the he's vice president of the judo club. He's it, it's been really fun trying to get outside and, and do some physical activity when, um, you know, when the the governor says we are supposed to stay inside, but you can't really restrict physical exercise. Uh huh. Well, and that's the thing too, you know, like you're, you can go out and go for a walk, you know, exactly. like you're not like, exactly. you, you know, you're not like, this isn't like martial law no, or anything, you no, know? No, but, um, yeah, I, that, that has been, uh, one of the kind of another silver lining here is that we were just talking to, talking about today during a meeting we had is that, uh now the parks around mount pleasant and just like parks i'm sure everywhere in the state and in the country are just being like super you know populated like mm-hmm. everybody's going to the park and going for a walk because like you know there's nothing else to do sure, sure. um so that's that's been kind of cool to see so um let's kind of let's kind of bring it back uh to on campus so, so what is uh i assume you guys both had meal plans What's the eating situation like when when you're hungry? Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you what do you have to do? Yeah, I've been I've been writing uh, a couple different stories about kind of how students that remain on campus can uh, get food and and rations in a timely manner. And re- mm-hmm. recently, the um, the student food pantry, which is kind of the leader in trying to end food insecurity on campus, uh, suspended their distributions for the time being. And pretty much any um, any way that a student can obtain a meal on campus is all done through um, Fresh Fresh Food Company, which is the yeah. FA on East Campus. And um, mm-hmm. luckily, that's very close to Katie and I. And and those with meal plans are able to go and stand in line six feet apart from one another and get a <laughs> box to meal. And it's it's something I never thought I'd see <laughs> in my time at CMU. Um, yeah, uh, these students lining up um, six feet apart from one another, having them box a meal for you to take back to your dorm. It's it's frightening at first, but it's also kind of enlightening that the university is taking it so seriously that even as something as simple as getting a meal for the day, um, mm-hmm. you know, they're doing what they can to restrict yeah. the spread of the virus. I- yeah. Yeah. Um, I think ahead, that Kim. they're doing a great job. Like, I don't know. I've just experienced just like a lot of friendliness when I go in there and they look like they're really just trying to be there for students during this hard time. Like I've made friends with one mm. of the uh, 
like the servers there and he always gives me like extra stuff like they give you so much food like you go there and get your boxed meal mm-hmm. but then they ask you like do you want some fruit do you want some yogurt do you want some salad wrap sandwiches and they will like load you up so they're really trying to give you like the best yeah. out of your meal plan um, one of that mm. guy that I'm friends with was like, do you want two Lunchables? And I was like, sure. So now I want two Lunchables yeah. in my fridge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so what are they serving? Is it the normal stuff or is it just like so sandwiches and kind of, they are serving like hot out? meals. Like you would go to like one of the stations and they would have like hot dogs and like, like fries or something okay. or like, um, I don't know, like pizza or something. What other meals did they have? Oh, they mm-hmm. had like um, steak and potatoes and they had like a Philly cheesesteak. So like a normal hot meal okay. and that's your box meal. But then you go down like the rest of the line and they have like a bunch of like like cold options. Like they have like wraps and stuff you can also get. They had somebody like right. made and I think they're just like accepting like volunteer like people to just bring in food for all these students because there were like these homemade like salad sandwiches like they had tuna salad chicken salad egg salad um like wheat bread and they were like really good like me and my roommate got like five of them and just brought them back and they were so good yeah wow yeah yeah i've never even seen those in the cafe before either and students students can maybe they are students can throw their opinions around about Mm -hmm. uh you know aramar quality food um but at the same time i think what students are thinking right now with this executive order is how much what's the quantity of food i have over the quality of food i have if they're doing if the cafe Mm -hmm. staff is doing the best they can to provide us students with enough food to get through a day um you know with just one visit um they're doing their jobs Mm -hmm. correctly yeah yeah and i think uh you know this kind of uh thing that we're seeing from you know not only from the dining staff but uh it seems like campus-wide the university is really um being careful in the way that they treat, you know, uh, the, the current students who are here, like, you know, we had the credit, no credit option all the way out until May 20th, um, which, you know, is crazy. Like, <laughs> um, so, you know, most people already have their final grades by then and you can still, you know, have the option to either do credit, no credit. We're really taking every opportunity we can to just accommodate these students in this weird mm-hmm. time. There's been, you know, hundreds, thousands of us who have kind of had their lives turned upside down by this. You know, everybody's either lost their job or had to move back home or, you know, there's not a student out there that doesn't have, you know, a story of how they've been kind of affected by this, even if they're not, uh, you know, sick or, um, you know, being tested or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So it's just um, it's it's good to see that, you know. CMU isn't making it a problem, you know, one more problem on top of all the other stuff that's going on in the world right now. Uh, You know, uh, like just this morning we received an email, at least seniors did. I don't know if you guys did, but uh, about um, spring commencement, it was actually going to be held uh, in August on the 15th. So they already got it rescheduled. I mean, who knows how this thing changes over the next couple of months, but at least there's kind of a date, you know, to look forward to. At least Davey's kind of, made it so you know there's there's a little bit of closure there like you know i guess we do know what's going to happen with um commencement which which i thought was really nice so i don't know what have you guys kind of thought the same thing i mean what what are you guys kind of feeling about um credit no credit and some of the other opportunities that we've been offered now that um 
you know, all this yeah. stuff is, is as, a, as a generalized statement about the university's reaction, you know, as reporters, we're, we're assigned to look at our university very critically. Um, but this is mm-hmm. one of the first times I can say truthfully as a student that I'm very proud to be part of CMU during this whole uh, pandemic, because I have seen nothing but really positive um, and quick reactions um, to a lot of this mm-hmm. stuff. And I, and I understand how hard these administrators must be working on a day-to-day basis to try to figure so many important events out. Um, yeah. But, you know, the, the quick reaction to commencement and getting that rescheduled, the credit, no credit, and being it so, having it so, uh, you know, mm-hmm. laissez-faire and stuff like that. It's, it, it goes to show you that at the end of the day, it, those those personalized videos by Bob Davies too, how he's just in front of the camera talking. What what other yeah. universities doing that? You know, it it makes me. Yeah, I think yeah. Um, definitely, definitely. Uh, I mean, it it kind of those videos, I guess, kind of tell the whole yeah. story, right? Um, you can tell that Davies is trying to take that extra step. We we had mentioned this and in, in a couple former podcasts, so I won't kind of belabor the point, but you can tell that he's taking the extra step and that he, you know. I mean, we're being really thoughtful about these mm-hmm. decisions. We're not just, you know, making a quick decision and throwing it out there. You know, we got we got the update that there's going to be some kind of refund, kind of proportional yeah. uh, refund for those who did stay on campus who do have to move out. Um, you know, that was a big, big question that a lot of people had. Uh, we don't have the details sorted out yet, but, you know, they sent us an email and said, look, we're going to, I mean, this is yeah. going to happen. We're addressing this. So. Um, you know, that kind of calmed a lot of people down. Um, you know, it's been, it's been good to see. Definitely. I, I mean, I totally yeah, agree. It's so with important you. that they're keeping us updated for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very important. And, I mean, and, and being in the information business, you know, ourselves, you know, we kind of understand, you know, how critical it is and, and how important it is to keep mm-hmm. people updated. So, um, yeah, I've been, I've been kind of relieved that it hasn't been an issue or anything and, you know, they're doing their jobs. So, I, I'd like to commend them for that. So, so yeah. Um, so what do you guys feel like on campus? I mean, you said before um, that they're taking precautions, you know, everybody's staying six feet away, all that kind of thing. Do you guys feel safe on campus? Right I now? feel like in regards to where I would be if I was not on campus, I feel safe because mm. I'm from Grand Rapids. Like there yeah. are, way more cases in Grand Rapids than Mount Pleasant. So for me, I still feel like it's the safest option to stay on campus. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I know uh, you, Michael, you're in kind of a similar situation. You thought it was um, almost safer to be here since you have some people that uh, in your home that work, um, you know, in the medical field. Um, For those listening, keep an eye on CM Life because I will have a column coming out soon about the numerous healthcare professionals that are in my family that I have that I interact with all the time. Uh, one example would be my dad, who is a, uh, who's a registered nurse at U of M, who's on a daily yeah. basis nearly interacting with people who are infected with the virus. Going, uh, and mm-hmm. he is taking the personal liberties to um, you know, strip down in the garage, wash his scrubs, and, and, and make sure he's not exposing my mom or my brother to any um, you know, dangerous uh, you know, sort of circumstances. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, at the same time, I think it would, it's in the best interest of me and my family um, to stay on campus. And, 
you know, we were talking about the university um, taking all these really necessary precautions um, with the lunch lines and and as far as our online classes go. But at the end of the day, we got to take some personal liberties, too. Uh, I have to I make it a point to disinfect my room maybe every three days or so. Just go mm-hmm. around with that Lysol or, uh, you know, some, some sort of cleaning you, uh, supplies and mm-hmm. make sure that my room, my immediate space is as safe as it can be. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's there's been uh you know obviously the the national push to social distance, to disinfect, to wash your hands. Um, yeah, I think everybody in the whole world has been washing their hands a lot more this week and in past weeks than they had uh, beforehand. So that, that's good to see. Well, thank you guys for joining me. Um, you know, offered some pretty good perspectives about what it's like on campus right now. I'd like to urge everybody listening to, you know, visit our website, cm-life.com, and then follow us on uh, Facebook and Twitter and obviously Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, uh, wherever you're listening to this. So uh, thank you guys so much and uh, stay safe out there. Okay. (laughs)